somebody like our Jesus, we can search all over. But there's no one like the Lord. Is that your testimony on today? That you've looked high and you've looked low. You've looked to the east and you've looked to the west and you find that there's none like the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, God. We magnify you. anyway, no, no, no. The, the loving God of the universe 
So we pray. We, we trust God. You know, because God is still on the throne. He's still working. We are in abnormal times. I look at the landscape of the church and the churches. You see some churches that are packed, the parking lots are packed. You see others to where it's a hybrid situation, maybe like what we have. I look and I talk to others to where some fellowships have been on a telephone line for a year and a half where no one is seeing anyone. They just dialed into a phone line and they have church on phone. We're seeing the condition of our world, of our nation. But we say, God, you're still speaking. Yeah, God, God haven't followed. He hasn't uh, fallen silent. He's still God. And so my thought today is he, I'm talking about the Lord. He, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. He, Jehovah Jireh. He, Elohim, El Shaddai. I'm talking about he still speaks. The God who created the universe, he still speaks. And, and as, as, as the power, and let me say, let me throw a commercial in for power hour. 
Amen. I, you know, you know, I have the privilege of of, uh, of Zoom to kind of look at to see who's you know what numbers are plugged in and are not. And so uh, the numbers doubled in, in midday worship as compared to power hour. But in the commercial, I would I would just implore you to dial in the power hour. I tell you, the Lord has blessed us here in power hour with the teachers, with from Sister the Evangelist Dolores and Brother Chucky and Pastor Warren and whoever the Lord may call. But we take that 55 minutes to really exegete the scripture, the word of God, and ask questions and give input. And it's just that first meal of the day. So I would just invite everyone who can and will to be a part of Power Hour because if there's ever a time we need to hear from God, it is now. Amen. Praise God for Jesus because I'm telling you, it's amazing how sometimes the Lord give me a word and I hadn't really looked, uh, 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 kind of thought about the power hour lesson and I'm like, whoa teacher what you're saying and teaching is right in line what the Lord has given uh, for the midday worship that he's still speaking, God spoke to Moses man stretch out your rod over the Red Sea and you and the people are going to go across on dry ground. God was still speaking. He heard the people crying, God, what are we going to do? Have you ever been in that place you're saying, God, what are we going to do? What is us going to do? Uh, you know, what, you know, which way do I turn? And God, as, as the teacher said on this morning, God said in his word, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. I don't know about you, but that's confident to me. Because sometime in myself, I feel alone. You, know, you ever been there? Or just me. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm by myself. Even, you know, but he said he'll never leave me. So he still speaks. I got a few references before we look at Hebrews 1, verse 1 through 4. You know, because, and again, I find myself a lot of times being over my head in the word because he still speaks and he never stops speaking and he speaks to us through his word all the time and through many other ways from the beginning God has been speaking he said what let there be and what was it it was light <laughs> amen amen so, so he, he yet speaks. And so uh, I'm reminded of Abraham. I'm just going to hit a popcorn, a couple of, uh, about three or four scriptures here. We'll, we'll get into the word, uh, uh, more the intended word for the day. Genesis 17, verse 1 and 2. When Abram was 99 years old. Now, we can just almost stop that and have a message. Because if you think you didn't pass your flower... God said, I'm not through with you. I'm just getting started. Well, you know, I'm 60 now. Well, I just made a, you know, Mother Lee, we just, we celebrated with her just briefly this morning. She's going to be 94. God's still speaking to Mother Lee. God's not done with Mother Lee. He has plans for her like he had for the rest of us. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and he did something. He said to him, oh yeah, he still speaks. He said to him, I am almighty God. 
walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you. And I will multiply you exceedingly. Did he do it? He still speaks. Isaiah 41 and 10. He said, the Lord spoke and said, fear not. Hmm. You know, Sister Carolina, the Lord gave her that word a couple of years ago. And I never will forget her testimony. Every time she opened up the Bible and opened up the page, it fall on something that read, fear not. <laughs> so, he still speaks. He said, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. Don't be blown out of the box. Don't throw in the towel. Don't wave the white flag. Be not dismayed, I am, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Anybody need strength on the day? Look, I know it's first Sunday we got communion, so let me get through this world. Because this, this, God's word is just, it's just, Brother David, it's just something else. It's energizing, you know what I mean? You know, you, these old bones be popping sometimes, but you get in the word and say, hey, Shoot, I feel like going a little bit further here. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. And he says, yes, 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 I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Woo, we ought to give God praise, I'm telling you. He still speaks. Psalms 46 and 10. Be still. Stop striving. Your arms are too short to box with God. The T-Rex the syndrome. T-Rex, T-Rex, Purex. <laughs> Be still and know that I am God. You know what? Now listen, he's, he's still speaking. That's a mouthful. God is not just saying words. And it is not a storybook. This, these are love letters, 66 love letters in the Bible to us for our benefit. <clears throat> so when things get real crazy for you, when you don't know which way to turn and your old self want to act up, he says, be still <clears throat> and know that I am God. This is a no-so salvation. I don't need nobody to tell me I'm saved. I know I'm saved. How do I know? Because the Bible tells me so. Because the Spirit of Lord, the Lord have made a change in my life. Like the song says, something on the inside, working on the outside, has made a great change in me, I know. So he says, be still and know that I am God. You don't have to worry, you don't have to doubt, you don't have to suppose, but you can know that he is God. And when you do that, he say, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be lifted up among the nations. Jesus, though, though we sang the song, he said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. He said, I will be exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. The heavens declare the glory of and the firmament shows forth his handiwork. Jeremiah 31 
31 through 33. He still speaks. Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord, when I will make a covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, which we talked about and heard about in power hour this morning. My covenant which they broke. Hello, somebody. I don't know about you, but it's better not to make a vow than to make a vow and break it. <laughs> it's better than trusting the Lord when the chips are down because where else can you go? So he brought them out. So he said, uh, <clears throat> he led them out of the land of Egypt by covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, said the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. He still speaks. <coughs> Listen to this. I will put my law in their minds. Let that just marinate. Let that, let that marinate for a minute. He says, I will <coughs> put my law in their minds and write it on their what? On their hearts. In short, he said, I'm going to do something, a new thing. I'm going to do something down on the inside of a man. Where, 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 where they, they don't have to wear the phylacteries no more, Brother David. They don't have to have stuff wrote on their arms and, and, and hang it over their forehead so their eyes can see. But he said, I'll put my word down on the inside. <clears throat> he said, I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Do you, if you belong to Jesus today, why don't you say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, you know, let me, I want to read one more, then I'm going to get into Hebrews 1 and 4, and we're going to be done, but, but he still speaks. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 8 through 10. <coughs> and the Lord calls Samuel again the third time. This young man who had been dedicated to the Lord before he was even born. His mom was crying out, God, if you bless me, <clears throat> you bless me with a son, I'll give him back to you. And you know, God is true to his word, and he hears our cry. God said, no problem, I got this. And according to the time of life, she conceived and bore a child. And she took him to the house of the Lord after he was weaned and left him there grow up in the house of the Lord and, and the God who speaks began to speak to this young man but he thought it was the priest he, he thought it, it was his mentor Lord spoke to him in the middle of the night he said, he said yeah, did, you, did you call me? no, no, I didn't call you son. but, it, but the, the, the Eli said you know what, here's, here's, the, here's the thing next time you hear that voice you respond Samuel 3, 8 through 10, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time. How many times has the Lord called us? Is he calling on us now? Is he calling on you now? Do you hear his voice now? So, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time, so he arose 
And he went to Eli and said, here I am, for you did call me Eli. Then Eli perceived Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. It's good to have some discernment. Sometimes when our young people are going through something, and we who are seasoned in the Lord need to be able to identify when the Lord is dealing with a young person, or any person as a matter of fact, that we can point them in the direction of the Lord that they might get a listening ear to hear what the Lord is saying. And so Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy, therefore Eli said to Samuel, listen, go lay down, go, go lie down, and it shall be. If he calls you, that you must say, speak, Lord, your servant hears. Oh, my God. We, we need to have an ear to hear. Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went, and he laid down in his place. He, he did exactly what he had been instructed to do. Because Eli said, I'm not calling you. It ain't me. It must be the Lord. Those songs say, when he spoke, I recognized his voice. When he spoke, I made my choice, that man from Galilee. So, so, so. He, so Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel. Mm. Rocky, Rocky. Mark, Mark. <laughs> and the beat goes on all through the sanctuary. Because he, he's still speaking. So the Lord knows our name. He knows our frame. He knows our heart. He knows our mind. He knows our situation. Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, and I'll leave it with this. Watch this. Speak for your servant hears. Is that what we're saying today? Speak, Lord. We, 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 there's a song that says, speak to my heart, Lord. Oh, God, speak to me, Lord. And we're living in a time where people are saying, I'm not hearing from God. But I want to let you know, he's speaking today. All right, so in our passage of scripture today, <clears throat> the very first chapter of Hebrews, the author unknown, the audience, Christian Jews, who are facing great persecution, who who are, are, there's false teaching, who, who are trying to be reeled back into Judaism. The pressure is on them. But thank God for the word. We're going to see that this writer, whoever he was or she, some even think was Priscilla, but whoever was encouraging the people. And so verse 1, and this is where the text comes from, this is where the subject comes from today, from verse 1. Matter of fact, let me make sure I got the right version that I want because I love the way it starts out here. Switch over here. The first word is God. God who at various times and in various ways 
spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. Now this is, this is pretty deep because who was the fathers? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He, he spoke to the fathers and, and, and he spoke to them some in dreams, some in visions, and some like Abraham and Moses, he spoke to them straight up. Isn't that something? God and man, Abraham, listen to me. Pack up, get up, and go to a place where I'm going to show you. Didn't know where he was going, but Abraham, Abraham obeyed God, and it was attributed to him as righteousness. God, who at various times in different ways, he spoke to people. He spoke to the fathers by the prophets. Isaiah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah and Micah and Hosea and so many. God spoke to them for them to speak to the people what thus said the Lord. How powerful is that? So, so the writer is reminding the people, God, Jehovah, the creator who at various times in a various way spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. Thank God for that. And, and the prophets were sometimes prophesying things that they still were scratching their head. I, 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 God, I'm saying what you're telling me to say, but I don't understand it all. <clears throat> they, they prophesied about the Messiah and Jesus coming and, 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 and some of them were 700 years before he came. But when God speaks, who can but prophesy? When, when God give you a word, hold on. Hold on to the word of God. And, 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 and sometimes the word might, you sometimes we want to get an amen from everybody when God is telling us something. Sometimes what God is speaking to you is not for everybody else, but it's for you. Say, God, you told me. See, you know, I don't want to get off the subject here, but... There's some things that God has shown me that I can't go preaching to everybody else. He said, Kermit, you, you turn that off. You don't listen to this. You don't go there. God told me. I, I, I can't come and put on you what God has put on me. God has given us enough in Scripture for all of us to go by. But that's some specific thing that God told me, you, sir, know. Amen. And, and if we love God and we trust God and we believe that he's still speaking, we ought to say, speak, Lord, for your hurt, your servant hears. Amen. And, and so, okay, so we see that he spoke in various ways. You know, he spoke in various ways. Uh, uh, Old Testament dreams and visions and, you know, even sent the angels and, and sometimes the angel of the Lord, the pre-incarnate Christ. The anthropos, the anthropos, God and man, Jesus Christ. He, he, he did that in so many, in so many different ways. <clears throat> and he's still speaking today. Verse 2. And has, and listen to this, what, what the writer is sharing with the Hebrews. So we understand that he spoke to the prophets and our fathers in many different ways. Has in these last days, <clears throat> how many know we're living in the last days? Has in these last days spoken us by his son. And I love the song saying, what's his name? What's his name? All right. Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. You know, you can do some of them cheerleader sidelines on that. Amen. 
has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. See, it, this is getting pretty deep. Now, just four little verses here. But, but Jesus Christ is heir of all things, and Jesus Christ, the word who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He who spoke and the universe left into existence. Uh, matter of fact, I believe over in Colossians 1, this, I don't think I, I gave this to the... Uh, to the technicians over there, but Colossians 1, uh, verse 6, 15. He is the image of the invisible God. Talk about Jesus. The firstborn over all creation. For by him, Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. He may be number one. He may be numero uno in our life, Jesus. So back to Hebrews 1 and 2. has in these days spoken to us by his son who he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the worlds. Colossians just verified that. All through scripture we understand that Jesus in creation created everything that we can see touch him. You know, the, I was sharing with someone the other day, I mean, you know, I'm fascinated by this NASA stuff. Not NASA, the, the company, but the stuff these folks be doing. The space station circling earth every 90 minutes because God has set this stuff in place nothing can come back into the earth without burning up God did this the temperature when the, when, when the space station is on the, on the dark side of the earth not in the sunlight is 250 degrees below zero when the thing comes back around in the sunlight, it's 250 degrees above zero. I'm like, who did that? Jesus, the one who still speaks. The one when the man Armstrong, I believe, was landed on the moon. And they say the man got saved on the moon. He looked back and saw that little purple planet. <laughs> and like, if God don't help me, I'm not making it back home. But the man came to know the Lord, the story tells me. So his son in whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, Jesus is not a reflection of God. Jesus himself is God. The radiance of his, his presence, his his countenance, his glory. He's God incarnate in the flesh. And he came and he dwelt among men. And he's still speaking to us today. And Sometimes we're finding ourselves, I can't hear from God, I can't hear from God. We're going to get to that in a minute because there's some reasons why sometimes we can't hear from God. Are we, are we, yeah. <laughs> Just a second, let me get there. 
because this is good stuff. I, I, this, 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 this really blessed me. He made the worlds who be in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things. Not some things, but all things. My things, your things, and everything that he created, he holds and upholding all things by the word of his power. You mean to tell me we're sitting here today, Sister Patricia, by the word of his power? That we're able to breathe and we're able to think and we're able to communicate by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ? We, you know, we have tapped into something magnificent, powerful, glorious. We are somebody in Christ Jesus. Praise God, we've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. My God, upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had himself purged our sins. We ain't got to walk around in sin. We don't have to carry around the burden of sin. We don't have to be haunted by our past. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin have left a crimson stain, but he's washed me white as snow. Nothing worse than seeing a saint of God who, who Jesus have died for, who have accepted Christ in their life, and they're carrying around the weight of sin. Jesus have dropped the charges. Amen. We need to walk in freedom. In the liberty where Christ have made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Because he's still speaking. Thank you, Lord. And he's not through with us. And, and, and just coming to him is not the end of the story. He wants to work through us and in us and for us. He purged our sins. And get this. And he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Oh, God. First of all, the right hand is the, is the, is the, is the, is the hand is the of strength and, and prominence and, and dominion sitting at the right hand of God the Father, sitting at the right hand of the majesty on high. What does it mean when somebody sat down? If you've been working all day and you, 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 get, you get off of work and you get home and sit down, it's saying, I'm done. I'm through. It is finished. Just tell us that. It is a done deal. Jesus when he had came and paid the price for our sin, he ascended up on high, and he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Thank you, Lord. He said, it's done. I've written your name in the Lamb's book of life. I've thrown your sins in the sea of forgetfulness. My blood still works. My blood still have power. My blood is still saving. My blood is still raising the dead. My blood is still healing the sick. My, my blood is still con is healing the sin-sick soul and clearing the confused mind. The blood of Jesus. He sat down. He said, I came to do the will of my Father. And when he was on the cross, he said again, it is finished. In, in everyday Greek language, that everybody can understand, it's finished. The debt is paid in full. Jesus, he's still speaking. <clears throat> and have becoming so much better than the angels. And he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than them. 
We don't call on Michael. We don't call on Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel, come help me. Who we call on? We call on Jesus. Hmm. Have you ever had a right now prayer? Jesus. Have you ever been in harm's way? Jesus. The big red coming up on you real fast. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you, you need, you don't go through no formalities. Jesus. God, I'm getting ready to act up. Jesus. My, my twin trying to come up. Jesus. My anger is acting up. Jesus. And, and it's not that the name is a magic mantra, but the name should mean something in your heart and know that it's the name that's above all names. See, knowing that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Amen. He need to be down on the inside of us. You, how are you going to call on him who you don't know? How can you know him unless somebody teach and preach? And, and, and how can somebody preach unless they've been sent by God? God has got this thing already set up. And all we got to do is receive it. Mm. And so in Revelations chapter 2, chapter 3, the seven letters to the churches, to the elders of the church, the angel of the church, to the leaders, so they can, they can lead the people. The indictment or the encouragement or the correction that Jesus had for each one of the churches in Revelation. Most of them at the end of their admonition was the same thing with just a little bit added. But one of them in Revelation 2 and 7, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. See, do the question today, three Ps and, and whoever might be listening, do you have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church? First of all, too many people today are dealing with maybes. God does not deal with maybes. Have you ever heard that? Maybe God is saying this. Maybe my dream meant this. Well, maybe he don't want me to have it. Stop it. God don't deal with maybes. And, and see, and if we want to be able to hear from God, we got to want to hear from God. See? And, and not only that, some, most time, all the time, God is speaking, but sometimes we ain't listening, and sometimes what we're hearing is not what we want to hear, so we dismiss it thinking we're going to hear what God is saying. He's already said no. He's already said yes. He's already said wait. He's already told you, I got this. God doesn't dance to our tune. We need to be dancing to his tune. If God say jump, we ought to say how high, skip, how fast. Your wish is my command. That's where we need to be. See, God is still speaking. And we need to get into the place where we can hear God. See, a lot of times we want, you know how we are as people. We want everything right now, and we want it our way. If it ain't our way, we don't want it. But you know what? I want it God's way. You know. God, I, I want to hear from you. 
And God is saying to us, I'm speaking to you. In the midst of coronavirus, Delta variants and whatever else may come, I'm speaking to you. In the midst of our nation being vulnerable to the enemy, God has said, I'm speaking to you. In the midst of sickness and pain and affliction in your body, God has said, I'm speaking to you. God, I want to hear from you. So I need to get in a place where I can hear from God. How do I hear from God? First of all, we need to get in the word of God. See, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How can we hear from God if we don't get in God's word? And I don't mean glancing over it. It comes a time we need to study God's word. And you know what about studying God's word and reading God's word and loving and appreciating God's word? It'll drive us to our knees. God, forgive me. God, help me. Your word said that you are present help in trouble. God, I want to hear from you. God, I look to the left and I look to the right. There's trouble on every side. But God, I want to hear from you. And he's speaking. Because we're living in the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're, we're, Jesus came and walked the dusty shores of Galilee for three and a half years. And, tell, and the people, the, they gathered around him. They, they, they got in thrones. And, and, and some even said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. But Jesus said, but I'm leaving and I'm going to prepare a place for you. And, I, and I'm going to send you another comforter who will lead you and guide you in all truth and righteousness. Jeremiah said, I'm going to, he said, I'm going to do a new thing. And so here, if you look at Acts chapter 2, verse 17 through 21, is, uh, is, the, is, is really quoting the prophecy in Joel chapter 2, verse 28. It says, and it, I love this. Y'all pray for me. I might show up just to get happy. Because God's word is true. God's word is powerful. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder soul and spirit, wow, bone and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. He's still speaking. He's still speaking. And it shall come to pass in the last days, I love this, saith God. Says who? It wasn't, it wasn't Kermit. It said God. It wasn't Dorothy. It was God. And it shall come to pass in the last days. How many know we're living in the last days? Amen. Don't be deceived. We're living in the last days. And what did he say about the last days, said God? He said, I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. If you're flesh today, give the Lord a hand. Amen. Because he said he's going to do something for you. He said he's going to pour out on you. Woo. Hallelujah. Amen. He who believe on him, as the scripture has said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. He said that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Pastor Solomon was preaching the other night, and he couldn't contain himself because he was telling the folks about a dream he had. He's pastoring Fishers of Men Church, and he loves God and evangelism in his calling. But in his dream, in his dream, his dream, that no doubt God was speaking to him, he saw darkness and lightning, and, and, and all of a sudden, he, he saw Jesus. And, and Pastor Solomon said in his dream, he began to cry, God, forgive me. God, take me. God, I want to go with you. He said, then I woke up. In the last days, said God, 
that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass. Mm. Hey, God. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be delivered, shall be set free, shall be made whole. Hallelujah. Oh God, in the last days, saith God. Church today, hold on to God's unchanging hand. Go back to the cross where you first believed. Where you first received your sight. When he first touched you, don't lose that. If it's ever time for us to hold on, saint, it's now. Hallelujah. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. If we can't deal with with foot soldiers, what are we going to do with horsemen? It's time for us to get on our knees and cry out to God for mercy, please. It's time to say, speak, Lord, your servant hears. And not only does your servant hear, but your servant will obey. Mm. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. I'm past my time. Praise the Lord.